0: You're listening to A Little Bit Better, a podcast where we talk about how breaking goals into small steps can lead to big results. Here we'll examine the cause and effects of our thoughts, our actions and inactions, and how they influence how we live our lives. I'm your host, Chris Swale, a life and health coach. Let's get started. Hi, welcome back to A Little Bit Better, the podcast. As always, I'm your confidence coach and host, Chris Swale. Today, we are going to talk about being completely, authentically you, knowing, embracing, and allowing yourself to be that authentic person. And we're going to address any judgment that may come your way by being truly you. I love, love, love chatting with everyone about this stuff. Many of my podcast episodes come out of conversations I have with clients, friends, family, even DMs from strangers on Instagram. This is one of those episodes, so thank you so much for engaging. Thank you for telling me. I hear these messages, Chris, I'm feeling motivated, but I'm still struggling with how to get out of my rut. I want to believe this, but how do I apply this for me? This shows me that you are yearning to grow and wanting to do the work, and I love it. So, the theme around my recent episodes in 2021 has largely been about setting goals, getting them in both action steps and mindset. Mindset is, of course, such a biggie because it's very layered, and sometimes looking after one layer exposes another. It's all worth it, of course so worth it. So today we're going to talk about creating a life you want, not in the sense of goal setting and the action steps, but in living and showing up authentically you. You may think I am me, I show up as me. Maybe you do awesome, but many people actually don't and often don't even realize that they aren't. Instead, we often live inside the expectations of others, including what might be perceived as acceptable to achieve and how to go about doing that. Being authentic is such a huge piece. It's easy to censor or diminish ourselves, reduce our ambition, or even change its direction so that we fit in. Sometimes we end up following other people's dreams or our own, and in a way that feels fraudulent because it's not entirely our own or authentic to how we would go about it if we had the permission to do it our way. I'm here to tell you, you have the permission to do it your way. First, what does it mean to be authentic? Authenticity is the quality of being genuine or true. It is behaving in ways that demonstrate your true feelings rather than hiding or acting in ways to please others over your own thoughts or desires. But to do this, to be truly authentic, you really need to know who you are. People don't achieve their goals whether out of non-action, being too afraid or overwhelmed to even start, or because they haven't cleared the fog about themselves personally before they start. It goes back to the theory that it's really hard to get to a finish line that you can't see. If you aren't clear on who you are and who you want to be, you'll just be stumbling around hoping to make it there on a wish. There is much to be said about the laws of attraction, manifesting, visualization, and attracting things based on the energy that you put out there. So if you are putting out energy that doesn't feel quite genuine to you or feels fraudulent, or mixed, just very unclear, you are going to attract some of that mixed energy right back to you. So it begins with taking the time to really look at you and your values, at who you want to be, who you want to be known for. This pertains to anyone, whether you want to leave a massive, large public legacy or modest, loving, fulfilling, quieter life. In my life and coaching journey, this who am I, who do I want to be, has been a massive struggle. I couldn't name what it was for a long while, despite plugging away and beginning to forge my own path. I have taken so many courses, certification to become a coach, as well as business, mindset, personal development, and skill building courses. What I have found is that some of them really work for me as an introvert, and the ones that haven't are the ones that have asked me to be who I am am not or who I wasn't. This is where I have struggled to move forward in your personal, spiritual or career growth. Yes, you do need to step outside your comfort zone. Very little growth happens when you are sitting safe and unchallenged. Just a quick side note though, that isn't always a bad thing. You can hit your goals and then live within them completely fulfilled and content. But when you know you aren't there yet, when you have that itching for more, figuring out how to be you while pushing yourself can be a silent, almost unnoticed obstacle that can be extremely detrimental to your progress. It can make you quit. Why? Because being authentic to who you are is something that cannot be compromised. It can take a really big mental toll. Stepping outside your comfort zone in a way that is a sudden departure from who you are can create such a loss of identity that most people will do a quick heel turn and run back to the safety of life before and loosen the hold on their dreams. This is what, along the way, I discovered was the problem for me. When I'm learning from a mentor, some personalities are bigger than others and some have very fixed plans for how to do things, how to be. And I realized that I really pulled back, stepped back from those really fixed mindset teachings. Even though those people were wildly successful, I felt a massive resistance. At first, and for years, I would beat myself up. I would plead to myself, Chris, just drink the Kool-Aid. Why can't you drink the Kool-Aid? I have inside jokes about me not being able to drink the Kool-Aid with many people. While I believe in the messaging of what I'm learning, the why and the power behind being able to be better and help myself and help others, if the how doesn't align with who I am, I have been like a balloon trying desperately to keep the air in but wilting little by little as the air leaks out until I'm just a pathetic stretched out piece of latex on the floor. Or at least that's how it feels. The most obvious way I noticed this, which I couldn't name until quite recently, is what I now call shame motivation. I don't know if this is already a thing or if there is another term for it, but this is what I call it and here's what it is to me. It's found in those group courses where the teacher comes on and wants to pump up the crowd. And then, actually, this can be seen in the selling phase and when you've actually joined the course. The teacher comes on and does their spiel, sort of like a Sunday TV preacher, telling their story, showing the audience what they achieved, and therefore motivating the audience to see what they can achieve. Motivating, right? Yeah, sure. Their job is to pump the crowd up so much. I saw this back in the days of live events and, you know, everybody around me standing up, cheering, yelling, I'm in, I'm in, you know, stuff like that. And now in the online world, you see it where the chat goes wild with rapid fire comments of people who are all in. I'm committed. I need this. And you might be saying, what's wrong with that, Chris? People are fired up. They're all in. Yeah, not really a bad thing, right? They're... They're feeling fired up. They're feeling motivated. This is the boost they needed. But then the teacher will demand to see everyone proclaim their commitment. This has the effect of making people feel a real sense of belonging and part of a community. And there is a real strategy behind this. So still good, right? Feeling part of community, feeling motivated. What's wrong with that? If that works for you or a certain personality type, then that's fantastic. For myself and many introverts and other personalities, this isn't what motivates us. I'm not a rah-rah person. I like to put my head down and work hard, and I don't like all the noise and, and too much excitement around me. So the next phase is that the teacher basically starts shaming the rest of the people to be on board. Comments like, if your life isn't that important to you, then don't join the program. Or if you don't want to see how far you can go and you don't believe in yourself or who you can become, then this isn't for you. I loathe that. That is shame motivation. I don't need to yell from the top of my roof that I have dreams and goals and that I am actively going after them. You can, you totally can. If, that feels right for you if that feels authentic for you but for many people it doesn't and then we can start to feel shame or less than or not worthy we feel that we aren't the entrepreneurs that other people are or that maybe we're not motivated or driven enough but no my friend you can have all the drive be so creative and talented and on fire you just have to know who you are and be authentic to that so that you can show up the best way for yourself to find that success and that growth. You can see people who are spitting out someone else's formula word for word. It looks stiff, sometimes so cringeworthy and awkward. We all have awkward moments in our own skin. Don't get me wrong. Do I ever? But now I have the confidence. I am sure of myself in the sense that I am just going to be authentically me all the time now, and moving forward. And yeah, some people may not like that, but that will always be the case whether I show up as somebody else or as myself. We will never please everybody. So why not please ourselves? We can absorb, learn, Organize all the information that we are taught and look at that with our own feelings and values and step forward armed with all of that in a way that looks and feels best in our individual minds, bodies, and personalities. So being really clear on your vision is so important. It's not about being what you think others want you to be. This can feel confusing. Sometimes you might not even know if you want something or if you think you should want it. A quick tip to find the difference is if one of your desires feels like there is pressure to be it or have it, that may be an indication that it's not actually your want or desire. A great exercise for you if you want to gain clarity on determining your true wants. Is to, Of course. Write them down. Jot down all the things you want. If you're being really open, listen to your body, how it feels as you write each thing down. If you feel a rush of excitement while writing one of them, that's likely a a true desire. If you feel panic or anxiety, pressure or resistance, that might be an indication that you need to look a little deeper into that specific point. Here's an example. Say you write, I want to be a size two. Even just saying that makes me feel anxious. Why? Because it's likely not being a size 2 that you really want. That feels like a restriction or it may. It may feel like a lot of pressure. It may feel like having to exercise in ways that aren't as fun for you or being on a strict diet and probably being critical of your actions every single day. Likely, what you really want is to love the body you're in regardless of the number on the tags in your clothing. That's a very, very different and much more loving thing to want. It's dropping the expectation of society, your circle your own self based on your thoughts around society and what people expect of you. Instead, it's realizing that you want to enjoy your body and be healthy and feel good in it rather than make it fit in a neatly labeled box called size two. Once you've written out all your wants, those, if there were ones that popped out at you right away that you know they're truly your desires, you can just circle those, leave those aside. For the ones that you're not sure about, beside them, write out all the why. Why do you want that? What will that do? What will that open up for you? So go deep into the ones that you're not sure about or you're not clear about. As per my example about being a size two, you may find that Your want or your desire was almost there, but it wasn't quite formed properly. And this goes back to being really clear on what you truly want. So it's not necessarily the size you want to be. It's the feeling and perception and the self-love that you want to have. And why is this so important? Because you won't be happy in your pursuits if you're trying to meet expectations rather than being authentically you. You will attract things, but perhaps the wrong kind of people, the wrong things, and the wrong energy. It's almost like you're fighting against yourself. Now, I know it's not easy to drop that, especially something like the body love challenges. It is a challenge for most women of all sizes. There is, though, a growing acceptance and support among women to feel strong and able and good in our bodies regardless of size. There is support out there. It doesn't mean it's not going to take a whole lot of mind work and self-love to get there, but there is community and and there is support out there. So knowing what it is you truly want and how you identify can help lead you towards finding the community, the like-minded community and support that you will need and that will help lift you along your way. Ultimately, you will be happier when you can live your life in less resistance, less resistance against yourself. And why do we do this? Why do we find that we fight against ourselves and end up limiting ourselves based on others' expectations? Usually it is the fear of judgment, right? You will be judged. We all judge and are judged all the time. Every single person. So this is when we need to go, yeah, that's true actually. So who really matters? Who is the judge that you really care about? I'm gonna give you a big hint. In fact, I'm gonna give you the answer. It's you. It's got to be you first, not your parents, not your friends, not your kids, not your spouse, not your coworkers. You are the only judge that matters. So be true to you, live in your expectations and in your truth. Embrace failure. Failure can be part of the reason we don't live in our full truth, but embrace failing. Welcome it because it makes you wiser, it makes you stronger, it makes you humble. It can be defeating, but it can also really clarify what is important to you. It's the opportunity to ask, what can I learn from this? What has this situation taught me? Don't be afraid of failing or screwing up in your quest to live an authentic life. Here's the truth. Living authentically means you make and believe in the decisions you make because they feel right for you. It does not mean you are perfect. It does not mean you don't learn from mistakes and challenges. In fact, it can be harder than living for other people's expectations. Often when we make decisions in our lives, we then spend so much time explaining them to others. It's basically second nature for us to do so, but believing in your choices and living them because that means you are living in a way that feels genuine to you is all the reason you need. That is all that matters because you matter. You have one life. You don't have to explain that life or your decisions to anyone, even if you feel your decision is outside of expectations. Now it's not a free pass to hurt others, but it's your empowerment card to give yourself permission to stop pretending. This also doesn't mean that you don't ever do anything that you don't want to do. It's just that you are aware that you are intentionally choosing to do so. Like your reasons for all of your choices. Everyone judges. You can probably easily catch yourself thinking a comment, a negative comment about someone's fashion or what they post online or how they post or choices they make for their family that are different from yours. There's no shaming here. It's such an instantaneous thing that humans do. If you catch yourself doing it though, you get to learn and grow in that moment. You can ask yourself, does whatever it is that caused that zing of judgment in your head, does this actually affect me? Does this affect my life? The answer is probably no. So why does it matter what other people do? It doesn't, right? And so by that token, it doesn't matter to other people more than less what you do. Most of what happens is other people's feelings, which you can never control anyways. So when you live your life the way that you want to, that feels authentic to you, how other people think about it doesn't matter. Or if it feels like it does, that's when you have to choose and wonder why. When you are feeling thoughts, negative thoughts of judgment towards other people, it's also a great opportunity for you to wonder why that triggered you. Is it something that you want to do? Is it something you are afraid of being judged for? Is it a quality trait that you perceive as negative that you're afraid you have? Looking into judgment, the judgment you may feel towards others, can be really helpful. And freeing in determining how you want to live your life, and what is triggering for you. So don't be afraid of being judged for being you. Are you living your life for you or for others? And by that token, do you even know who those elusive others are? What is the worst that can happen? There are so many lanes you can look at. You may lose people. You may have to change lanes and direction. But that might be the best thing for you, the best thing that happens in your life. You will find your true soulmates, your true awesome people when you are authentically you. You always get to choose who you live your life for. Even when it feels hard, you get to choose. All of this hit me so hard As some guy in a course I was taking was yelling at us all via a massive Zoom call that if I really care about my growth, I will do A, B, and C, and then I will do D and E, and I will sacrifice this and that, and I will work myself, hustle, hustle, hustle. Some people need exactly that to get moving. Me, I know what I need now, and it's not that. I will take what resonates with me from all of my mentors and all of my teachers and courses, and then I will live it my way. I know it's hard, but don't worry about what anyone else thinks. It's your life. You care about being you. And ultimately, people often will end up thinking more of you and respecting you more when they do see you living in your truth, living a way that's genuine to you. Your results don't have to be extreme for you to be successful. If you want to have Oprah or Marie Forleo type of success, by all means, go for it. But if you want a fantastic life that's a bit quieter, then that is your authentic goal. Being the top dog, crushing it, doesn't have to be your goal for you to be wildly successful. Your goal is valid, be it massive or we. Grand public success and wealth doesn't have to be the goal or the measure. It often leads you there, but the measures you choose to define your success in life, in business, are yours and no one else's. Here are some questions to ask yourself. Are you setting your goals and beliefs of what is possible for you based on someone else's thoughts, goals, and expectations? Or are you holding yourself to lower standards because of limiting beliefs? Or are you setting goals based on what feels truly right and authentic for you? Really ask yourself these questions. Allow yourself time to feel the answers out. There is a fine line between some of them. Sometimes you really do just need a little push to get where you do want to go because sometimes there are limiting beliefs that you need to work through, but often, and probably because of social media, we get caught up in believing that we want or we have to be a certain way. We have to mimic the same path and the same behaviors that we see other people doing on social media to be defined as successful. And that's just not true. Success is defined by you. Another thing to note is that nothing needs to be set in stone. Goalposts can change. You may make more progress as you set and make small goals. You can reset and reset and reset based on what feels true to you each step along your way. Find the sweet spot of what feels right for you. Explore what might be limiting beliefs versus things you feel you're supposed to want. You will step into a life of abundance when you show up truly and genuinely as you. Be the authentic, beautiful soul that you are because it, that soul, you are perfect. You, your ways are exactly what this world needs. So go get it, friends. This life is always yours to own, to live authentically and make a little bit better. Thanks for listening to A Little Bit Better. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find this podcast. Subscribe to A Little Bit Better so you never miss an episode. Share it with friends and family. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at This Is A Little Bit Better or find me online at a littlebitbetter.ca. I'd love to hear from you and if you'd like information about coaching with me, please reach out. I am Chris Swale. I'm excited to connect again soon. So until next time, have fun being a little bit better.